Hi, I'm Senshu, one of Sokuzan's monks. Sokuzan offers his wisdom tirelessly with complete love and devotion. If you value these teachings, Sokuzan, the mandala of Sokukoji, please consider donating at sokukoji.org. Thank you. And this uh, talk title today is about teacher and student relationships, so I would appreciate questions. I'm going to talk a little bit about my relationship to to my uh, teachers and how I see that whole structure, how that shows up for me, and how it may, uh, and not only may, but will vary quite a bit for you if you even need a teacher or want a teacher uh, at all. But before I do that, I want to thank everyone for coming. Thank you for all of your support for this teacher, for this uh, teaching, and for this community, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha. So thank you for your support in whatever way you're doing it, just by your presence, by your participation, by your questions, and by your financial support, of course. If you can do that, please continue to do that. We need help. We don't, have a, we don't produce a particular product here that we can sell, although some people sell the Dharma. Not against that. This is a different society we're in here. Our society does not particularly support this, uh, at least not the non-theistic version of the spiritual path. <clears throat> so teacher-student, very common words that we all know, uh, having most of us, I assume, have been to school and have had teachers teaching us very pragmatic, ordinary, mundane things, how to do this, how to how to uh, cook eggs over easy, how to make our bed when we were very young, we might be taught how to do that, or perhaps not. Or maybe we didn't have much access to that, that dynamic between trying to learn something from someone who knows something you don't know, and they're providing you <clears throat> with help. And hopefully, if they're really insightful as teachers, they will have an idea of who they're teaching to, rather than just blanket teach, and everybody has to meet the teacher where they're at instead of the teacher meeting the student where he or she or they are at. You cannot teach somebody that's not doesn't know what it means to be a student, whatever the dynamic, whether it's a spiritual path or the mundane path. I ran into that uh, very difficult situation when I was very young of having our education system is geared to you have to it's a, you have to learn this uh, in a certain way. You, in other words, you have to fit into a certain kind of niche, sometimes called, called testing. Not interested in that. Tests are about controlling people. And I'm not here to control you. It may look like it. And you may need to give me some kind of say-so about what you're doing in your life if I am functioning as your guide or mentor. How much you give, that's up to you. I won't ask you for much. And I won't promise you much. <clears throat> promising anyone, promising any, anyone anything is about controlling them. It's not about being genuine and honest. You cannot guarantee anything. So it's important for us to be genuine and sincere, honest with each other. 
So it's very, very personal. Uh, it's very, it's very personal. You, you may find a teacher, you may not. You may try to have someone for your teacher and you just not be, may not be able to do that. Uh, the teacher, the mundane teacher is about more about information and the spiritual path is about information and that which transcends information, which is sometimes with a fancy word is called wisdom or yan or prajna or pranya. And also, if you were to translate that into uh, a Western word, I would say sanity, no longer crazy, no longer uh, fighting, uh, tilting with windmills, to use the image from Don Quixote. Fighting with imaginary aspects of your life or your mind, make believe. So I sometimes say, often say, what do you want to know? And I, if I ask that to any one of you in an interview or in this situation, all I am endeavoring to do is really clarify what is what is going to be the most helpful thing that I can do for you right now or in any given moment, rather than I have all this wonderful knowledge that I'm going to teach you. <clears throat> Might not be time yet for you to uh, even uh, to study something like emptiness teachings or shunyata. Maybe more important for you to just look at the Four Noble Truths. Life is suffering. If you're trying to get away from that and get to some kind of pleasurable state, then uh, you should say that. You should say, that's what I want to know. How can I have fun, be happy forever, and never have any more difficulty? Right, Jen? Yes, how can I do that? You can't get that here. Uh, that's uh, uh, You can get that a couple places, but it, it just seems like that's what's happening. But actually, you're drugged up. With, with actual drugs or your beliefs, your opinions, if you believe anything, you're covering up the truth. Don't believe anything. That's a teaching. Don't believe it. Don't believe anything. Don't ignore it. And certainly don't jump the gun and disbelieve anything. Take no position on anything. And that process is going to show up as noticing how you spontaneously grasp or take positions or have opinions. I mean, it is about awareness. It is not about being some kind of a pure state of being relatively that you can um, assume that, well, now you're free of opinions and ideas and judgments. So you must be clear. It is about the awareness of that. It is about the awareness. It is about the awareness of the confusion, the delusion. That was, that was a Buddha's realization. He, he saw delusion himself right in his own mind stream. And what did he do with it? He didn't do anything with it because if it's an illusion, you don't have to do anything with it. If you think you have to somehow clarify the illusion or sweep away the illusion or push it away or, or rearrange it so it's not an illusion. There may be people out there marketing that. Perhaps that's what you need to do. But I say, and I will say now, as a teacher, <clears throat> with the presumption I have students, is you need to see it. You need to be aware of it. You may need to go through all kinds of tantric disciplines and so on. I don't know. 
You do need to do that. I don't think so, but I don't know what you need. Maybe you need someone else other than me, and I'm willing to help you go that direction. If that's what you need help with, I'll help you. But my uh, basic teaching is face the wall, see it yourself. It's that simple. It's basic Zen 101. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, Zogchen 101, and it's Mahamudra, and it's any direction. It's any teaching of the Buddha's Dharma is about seeing what it is. It's about realizing it. It is about awareness, awareness, awareness. Not what arises in the awareness, but the awareness itself. I'm ready for questions if you have them. Any direction you want to take this, even away from uh, teacher-student, because the dynamic is still here. The teacher's sitting here. The student is here. Well, let's keep it that way for a while. Don't try to teach me anything. Go ahead. If we are looking at illusion in the form of memories and thoughts, and we have some insight into something, is that also illusion? Everything that arises is not is relatively true, and and to different degrees. Uh, just like a piece of granite is a lot more substantial than incense smoke. It's incense smoke, but they are both uh, unreal. So just just watch them come and go. Don't you don't have to add on. This is unreal, though. You may have to do that a little bit. You may have to do that some if you find yourself biting right down on an emotion you're having. This is this this may be an illusion, but it's like Marpa said when he when his son Marpa the translator, part of the Kagyu lineage, uh, when his students said, "I thought you said everything was an illusion." And here you are all upset because your son has passed away. And he said, that was a super illusion. So was he, what was he doing there by saying that? He was, what was he saying? You know? It's not about getting rid of something or stopping suffering. It's about meeting it right where it's at. No matter how much it hurts, don't take how much it hurts for some kind of validation that it's real. I sometimes use a example of a really, really difficult, scary dream. Wake up from that, that was frightening, but it was unreal. You're relieved because, oh, that was a, that was a dream. Because if that monster would have caught me, I'd be a goner. Goner is another Sanskrit word for that. I can't remember what it is. Bless? Yes? How can we stay open or continue being a student when our dynamic with the teacher shifts? Do the best you can. It may shift right away from this. It has. It has with people who at one point were students of mine. Some of them very close. They go a different direction. That's none of my business. I don't sit back and think, hmm, I should have treated them differently. No, I treated them exactly like they told me and showed me they needed to be treated. They wanted me as a teacher. And they, you, you as a student need to receive everything as a teaching. That's a one way to say it. If you have a teacher, everything he, she, they do or say is a teaching. It doesn't mean they're intending to teach you in a certain way. If a teacher is thinking about or plotting anything or, or uh, um, doing anything with that, as far as strategizing around how best to teach you, they're not a teacher. Well, they, they may be in the, rel in the relative sense, just like teaching you history. What's the best way that I can teach this person? 
uh, the history of the United States or something like that. Maybe you have them read this book or do this or study this, or maybe even test them. But the spiritual path is you have to have someone who has seen this, who, who looks at this every moment, who doesn't see anything but this reality, transcending life and death, transcends everything. If you're interested, there are a few people out there who understand this, not very many. So the way you make the, back to your question, you see the way you move away from it. You just watch it. You don't try to fix it. You don't try to repair it. But that doesn't mean you won't possibly try to sit more or uh, interact with the teacher if that teacher shows up in such a way that you can. More about that if you have it. It's a good question. When you say everything a teacher does is a teaching, mm -hmm. I assume that doesn't mean oh, I can take that and learn something from it. So what do no. you mean by everything is a teaching? Just receive it. You don't know what it is. I'm not validating someone who culturally is showing up on the social radar to be abusing people. I'm not saying that that's, I don't know what that karma is about. Sounds like it's very difficult, not only for the uh, student, but probably for the teacher also. So that doesn't mean that I'm saying that anything the teacher does is okay and is right and is accurate. No, be a student. No matter what, be a student. Receive, 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 receive everything as a teaching. Even if you don't understand it, that's why I say with the book studies, when people come to book study, a lot of people early on would say, I'm still studying Dogen. I just don't understand this. And for a while, I didn't say much about it. But then eventually, I started to say, and I'm saying even today, you don't have to understand anything. What if a, a child in a, a fourth, fourth grade doesn't understand multiplication tables or can't memorize it? You know, they're not bad. They're not wrong. You have to meet them where they're at, even in a mundane learning situation. Instead of making everyone toe the line like some kind of competition, these people know all of their multiplication table, tables, but these other people just can't, these other children can't do that. They're, uh, what's the, one of the common words for that is dyslexia. They things look the same. So uh, you have to study it. You don't have to learn it. You don't have to live up to anybody's standard. Don't live, live up to anybody's standard. If a teacher is holding you to a standard, they're a mundane teacher. They're not a spiritual friend. They're not a Kalyanamitra. More? How do we just receive without looking for some evidence that we're receiving. Continue to look at the evidence. You don't, you don't have to correct anything. Just notice that you're evidence-oriented. That's materialism. You're just looking for proof. All you have to do is be aware of it. You don't have to stop looking for proof. Like when I say don't believe, don't disbelieve, don't believe, don't disbelieve, and don't ignore, I know you can't do that. I'm doing that. I'm, I'm vividly aware of how much I claim, vividly aware of how much I... Uh, dismiss and vividly aware of what I turn away from. But there's no one who's aware. It's just awareness. It's just consciousness only. You can do that. You can do that. I can't guarantee it, but I can say it that way. You can do this. If you're here and if you continue and if you return, 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 return to the teacher, the teaching in the community, return to the truth that is being taught in the teaching in the Buddha's Dharma. There are no separate things anywhere. It's just an incredible illusion we are hooked by. 
and we are frightened by. We are operating out of hope and fear, hope for something better, fear of something worse. It's just about watching that movement. If you watch the movement without joining it, belief. If you watch the movement without rejecting it, aggression, three poisons. And if you watch the movement without distracting yourself and turning away, eventually you see there is no watcher. There is no one there. And if you see this, you're realized. Are you realized? No, you've just stopped covering everything up. You just There's no person who's realized. So there will be no proof. You, the only proof you'll have is you, you just are certain. You're so certain. You're so very, very certain. You're not even concerned whether you continue to live or not. This doesn't mean you won't keep eating. It doesn't mean you'll voluntarily end your life, but you can, you can feel it. You can feel that it doesn't matter what happens. But don't take your eyes off from it. Someone may need your help who doesn't understand this and is suffering deeply. More? I can tell there's a lot more there. I'd be tongue-tied too if I were, if what was going through, uh, my mind is going through your mind. And it is. Nothing's changed. There's nothing has changed. If you think that I'm somehow understood something and if, no, nothing's changed. A lot of room for questions there. If you're a student, if you think you're a teacher, then where are your students? <laughs> yes, sir. Do you, do you know you're teaching? Kind of. It doesn't, it's not very stable. I only know I, I'm teaching if I have students. But if, if everybody leaves and goes away, or if I go out and walk down the road and, and, and walk down there and see if, if the trash has been dumped today, I'm certainly not thinking of myself as a, the teacher is now looking at the trash. <laughs> no credential. If you have a credential, if you think you are somebody, just like if, if Chiazan, who, who I've given Dharma transmission to, uh, if he thinks this makes him somebody different than anybody here, he already knows this, then he doesn't understand what has just occurred. More? When you see something situational show up between you and a student that is difficult or jarring, or as you pointed out earlier, you vividly understand or see when you turn away from something or go towards it, is that, is that an aspect of knowing the teaching? What, what you're, yes, to be direct with you and, and what it is, but you see it deeply. You don't, you, you, the personhood, the personalizing of it is gone. You no longer label anything, even though it has a label. It's a broom handle or it's a doorknob or it's another person walking down the hallway. So those are still available to you, but they are not covering up the ultimate understanding, which is nothing. There are no separate things anywhere. Everything is dependently, every, every singularity is dependently arisen and dependently goes away or diminishes or disappears, shows up, it's temporary and it goes away. That's how you know it's an illusion. Uh, wisdom does not show up as wisdom. You don't get wisdom. Everything is, uh, you, if you see what you are, who you are and what this is, you realize your true nature that it has never been separate from wisdom. And at the same time, uh, you're still a human. You still have emotions. They still come and they go, and they're difficult, or they're easy, or they're whatever. They just do whatever they need. You're no longer interested in 
change, <clears throat> changing or manipulating anything. Even your own, even your partners or your 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 life partner or your your mother or someone who's uh, a next door neighbor who's giving you a difficult time about something that they seem to misunderstand. No longer correcting anyone. More. It seems like a conundrum to me. This is a, there will be a question. I'm trying to do my best, but I need to help this a little bit. But the the, the practices to see directly is to yes. But the teachings often show up as extremely indirect. Extremely what? Indirect. Okay. Give me an example of what you're referring to. Uh, of being ignored. Like you're being ignored. Like I've, I've on uh, several on a couple of occasions, I've, I've asked a direct question and then received no response at all. From who? That's the teaching. That's 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 the teaching. But if you do anything with it, if you make assumptions about it, you say that's that's not a teaching or that's not enough or I'm being ignored or then I would say, yeah, I know what that's like. I was ignored for many years by Coben, and I made assumptions about it until I saw what he was pointing at. And he was pointing at how, 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 uh, how stuck on myself uh, I am. And still am. Nothing has changed. It's just that it's unreal. So it's still there. Why the why the little smile there and the little hmm? What is that about? Tell me. It was a feeling of pleasantness. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad a, you're in my mind rang out as a very truthful I'm, statement. I'm glad you're enjoying that. I won't go so far as to enjoy it. Oh, uh oh, smiling lion, <laughs> thou who smiles all the time. Seriously, any more any more questions? I won't pick on you. Okay. So Isan, thank you, sir. Isan. Mentioned that the teacher teaches both information and wisdom. And just circle back to that wisdom question, but I I want to ask it anyway. How does the teacher work with a student to help the student learn wisdom? By by teaching uh, teaching the provisional teachings until there's some kind of opening beyond that, but it, it can't be created. It's already the case. So you start with the Four Noble Truths. You talk about that, or the Twelve Links on the Chain of Existence, or the, the Three Poisons. Just the Three Poisons alone help you see that you push on some things, you pull on other things, and you shut down and turn away from other things. You stop doing all of that. It starts to show up what this actually is, but that is terrifying to the ego mind. It is paranoid, a part of consciousness that breaks off into a ball of uh, like a tight, tight fist. Consciousness goes, consciousness finds whatever, consciousness finds whatever form it needs. And if it's terrified, there's some kind of terror going, then it just closes up and it's defensive and protective. And, and this is uh, aligned with all the physicality of believing you are you are this body mind complex that can be threatened by something. 
and relatively that's true, but this is an illusion. We're all living, we're all here, we're in the middle of an incredibly powerful dream. Wake up. How do you do that? You see that you've been sleeping. Have you noticed that? That when you wake up, you realize you've been sleeping. That simple. And it's that difficult because of the fear or because of the hope or the aligning oneself with a separate being who's been wrong or uh, or who's been ignored. This is what I got from Coben. Took me years to see what that simple pointing was. And he wasn't about to help me with it. He would rather... He would rather uh, have me pass away or have him pass away, which he did, before I could come back and thank him. More? So now I, um, does the teacher work with a student in terms of um, the lessons that come in everyday life? It's helping, helping to maybe find meaning in those. Find some what? Meaning. It's quite a bit of meaning. People are suffering. People are, people, the people that, that can actually really say they're not suffering, they're just happy all the time, are probably torturing somebody in order to maintain that suffering. In other words, blaming someone. The person might not know they're being blamed. But if you're always, anytime you start to have any difficulty or something, you start to blame something else or some other situation or how you were treated when you were young, which I did for many years. Blame someone else who, who was just doing the best they could with the, the karma that was doled out to them. And they didn't know how to, how to be happy other than go bowling and drink beer and ignore me. But they were trying to, trying to be happy, trying to, and that's what worked for them. And so they, but it was not a spiritual path. It's a pretty mundane work in a cereal factory and do that. More? I guess what I want to know is if, 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 if I were to like read something or hear something that I thought was um, a, pow a powerful teaching and maybe it came from science. From what? Science, like something on the brain. Okay. Something like that. So, so everyday life, you know, not not the provisional teaching. Would that be something we that you would be willing to talk with me about? And of course. In a way. Of course. Include everything. It's not saying that relative truth isn't true. It's just that people who are really tied up in the looking for the ultimate nature in relativity are trying to trying to find results. And, and, and as long as you're, you give it the illusion that it is there and it's important, you'll get results. But it's not it's not the spiritual path. The, the spiritual path, actually, we, we move to a, another understanding that is much deeper, deeper than just your thought patterns, your conclusions, your ideas, your judgments, your evaluations, your perception of other perception of this, that should be stopped, this should go ahead. This seems to be true here, but this isn't working so well. So yes. Right. So how look, to navigate through that? Yeah. You know, wanting to lock I, down on this must be true, but, but there's more to it. I think is what there, there I, is. I think that's what I would. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very interested in uh, science and all of that. 
have been for a long time. And as you, I'm always looking for some some other understanding of my own health situation, uh, health for of other people, and I'm, I'm all ears, so to speak, when I can find the time. More about that? Yeah, but, but it's yeah, we'll explore this thing that I just heard that I'm really excited about, but not here. <laughs> well, what did you just hear about? So give me two words, three words, four words, and I'll I'll give you some words. Something I'm really excited about. Whole brain living, and it's a scientist, a neuroscientist who's looking at the thinking and the emotional parts of. of okay, brains. I'm on board with that. I'm on board with that totally. Let's look at it. You look at it. Tell me about it. What's the book that I was referring to? You remember the name of it? So I've just recently stumbled into a book that I'm very, very interested because this person is kind of a renegade and is outside of the whole system, and, but seems to be having, uh, could you characterize what he's looking at in a couple of words since you're a... Uh, uh, using bio, um, using biophysics to... Biophysics to, to do... analyze combustion in the body using how does that sound to you? Interested? I've, I've already told that person that I, she's the expert in all of her field. And I'm just listening to her. Oh. Do you remember the name of that book? Oh, that's in the other room. I won't go get it, but I'm saying that I'm very interested in that. I'm, I'm very interested in any, anyone that's talking about the, the, the body or the brain or consciousness. But it's very difficult to talk about consciousness unless it's a spiritual path. There are people who are wonderful, kind, loving people, but the one thing that is missing there is there's no mind training. So therefore they try to, they think some things are wrong and some things are right, rather than seeing that pain and pleasure, up and down, back and forth. You can't have up without down. You can't have life without death. And to think that, there, that life is something we need and death is something we need to ignore or worry about or think something's wrong because someone dies. No. Get over yourself. When I say get over yourself, see that there is no separate self. There's something masquerading as a self. It is, it is a, an illusion. It is, it is a mirage. The mirage of, as Trungpa Rinpoche talks about in the sadhana, the mirage of duality. Everywhere you look, you see, you don't see yourself literally. Of course not. You see other people. So you're not locking out, blocking out relative truth or the relative others, otherness, but you see that's very temporary. And who you are, who you actually are, is not temporary, because it's not about time and space. That's the relative dynamic, the way consciousness sh shows up as a thing. But, but this, this is taking up space. But before this showed up, what was there? Was there anything there? Find out. Just before you have a thought, find out. Just after you, the thought crumples and goes away, find out what that is. See what it is yourself. You see it. I'm looking at something and I'm encouraging you to do this yourself. If you can listen to me and just leave me, go to a mountaintop or go to your, the, around the back of your garage and sit down on a pile of leaves and see what this is. Pardon me. See what this is yourself. You see it. It won't be a conclusion. If it's a conclusion, that's, that's uh, ignorance. Uh, the very idea of believing anything or thinking it's something is true is the very nature of warfare and ignorance and will wipe us out. It's probably going to destroy the planet. There's so much insanity 
the opposite of wisdom. But can we do that? I sometimes say, you can't step in the middle of a landslide and stop it. You might be able to object to it or carry signs about it or talk to people about it. But that which is moving through our consciousness as a, as a world, as nations, as a nation states and leaders and so-called leaders, you can't stop that. It started way before any of us even got here and, and it's still going on. But what can you do? You can train your mind to see this yourself so you don't add to the, the neurosis in the world. You don't add to the confusion. You can see it yourself. Yes? As a student, are there certain types of things that are particularly important to bring to the teacher? I think, I think it would be different with each person. Some people, uh, being the teacher in this situation, some people talk to me a lot. Some people want to talk to me a lot or tell me things and want to share things and, and some don't. And if I, if I don't, if I don't see much of you, I don't make assumptions that you need to be here more necessarily unless you come and tell me about what you're going through. And then I might say, you need to do some block sitting. So as far as what you bring, the content isn't so important. You don't really have to tell me too much. All I have to do is look at you for a few minutes or listen to you talk about anything. Come in and talk about your um, your, your apartment uh, or in your case, your house and, uh, you know, fixing something there. In your interaction with someone, with, it doesn't have to be showed up. It could be anyone here. It doesn't have to be positive, negative or neutral or particularly pleasant or stressful. The content is uh, not that important. More? You sometimes say don't do anything unless you have to. Yes. Does that apply to bringing things to the teacher? Somewhat. It also, that also is another way of teaching patience. Anything unless you have to. Just sit here. Don't get up. If you're in the doctor's office and you're sitting there and it goes on and you've been there for an hour and a half and no one has come out. You know, you could get up and say, am I still on the list here? But re realize that you're in a situation where everything is dependently arisen. You don't know what that doctor is going through. You don't know why they can't get there. And, uh, you know, within the first 10 or 20 minutes that you're in sitting in the waiting room, don't do anything else you have to. This also doesn't mean that you don't feel frustrated by that. I'm not saying trying to be peaceful. No. But be responsible for your irritation. Be responsible for your emotions that come up. Don't abandon what shows up in your mind stream for who caused it. Being in a doctor's office, I'm using that because everybody's been at a doctor's office where the first four times you went in there, they saw you in the first 10 minutes. And this time, they it's been 45 minutes going on an hour, and you're tapping your foot. Or maybe not. Are you fighting bowing? As a teacher, do you ever see the student trying to teach the teacher? And if so, what does that look like? Oh, it's humorous. <laughs> but it is funny. It doesn't happen very often, at least not with my students. The ones that I might have students that if they they stay a long ways away because if they got around me, they might try to help me out there. 
sometimes, but quite often if it shows up that way, they're just concerned about, about me or they're concerned about the, the Sangha. They're concerned that something I'm doing is going to somehow negatively affect the Sangha. So it might show up lots of different ways. Why, you have something you'd like to teach me? <laughs> no, uh, just at the beginning of your talk, you said, um, don't try to teach me. Yeah, so I did. Um, oh, I often, with questions, <laughs> I often withhold because I don't want to be, I don't want to give leading questions, like, look what I know. You're afraid that I'll think you're full of yourself? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, I already think that. You wouldn't be here if you weren't full of yourself. You wouldn't be here. I don't mean full of yourself like a pompous person who's obviously full of pride and everything, but the, the, the way in which in this situation where there's a subtle form of ego that usually is uh, just around the corner that you can kind of, because you, you realize that if you act a certain way, it's, you know, you're going to appear full of yourself. You don't want to appear, you're concerned about appearances. Am I a little close? And, and I'm not. That's why I can sit up here and be a fool. Because I don't care how I appear. And why? I know what this is. You don't. So I know that I can't, there isn't anyone to be a fool. So if a fool shows up up here, then it's probably time for the fool to show up. But that was my great difficulty when I was young, to worry about what people thought of me. Art. Painful. And I would say, this is one area where you can let me have it. Be genuine. Be, be the crap you're trying to get rid of. That doesn't mean yell at me and bark at me because you're irritated with me, necessarily torture the teacher. But you could you could be be as genuine as you can. And then the teacher, uh, a true teacher, will relate to you where you're at and meet you uh, whatever kind of uh, ability that you have. You want to call it an ability to just receive what's being taught. More. Um, how do I come to ask more open questions if I'm full of myself? Just keep, just do it anyway. Just, just like coming to a book study. Don't really know, can't really get it, can't really understand it, but come anyway. Attend, discuss it, even, even share. I, I don't understand what is being said here. I don't. Could somebody elaborate a little bit? Get help from others, possibly. And just, just continue. So there's no, there's no protocol for how to do this better. Although there are teachings everywhere. I teach seven points of mind training. It's full of advice on how to work with uh, relative bodhicitta, absolute bodhicitta, and some of it is extremely good material. And some of it is, you know, I think it's too. They're trying to push you into being a different kind of person or something person who doesn't have uh, any negativity or something. So, but we should study it anyway. I don't we haven't studied that lately, but we have in the past. Haven't we? Not as a group. Not as a group. More? Um, sort of on the same topic. Are there leading questions? Can I, it's easy to, Twist a statement into a question. Yeah. So, I guess that would not be an open question, would it? I don't know. What do you think? 
What do you think? I wonder what that was. <laughs> That's what overthinking looks like. <laughs> uh, well, you're you're a scientist. You know, you're a, you're a, you're trained as a scientist, so used to using those kind of structures so that you can go in and earn a living and, and sort out your issues and problems and things. And now you've stumbled into this path and this is, it's not saying set all that aside. No, we include that too. Include all of that. Include your ability to think clearly and to have a good memory, which I think you would have being a, a pharmacist. You pretty much need a good, need at least a 10 minute memory, don't you? <laughs> to get from one pill to the next so yeah so just include everything you can do it there's a lot of space around all of that thought process that may not be showing up may not show up uh, in a way because of the personhood wants more or wants less or wants to control it when i say personhood i'm saying the ego part of the mind we don't want to be wrong we don't want to appear confused we don't want to um be failures or all that stuff. We don't want to show up as a as a know-it-all. Just like doesn't doesn't Shoshi seem like a know-it-all? Laughing at you. You're smiling, and you're a smiling lion. So yeah, they are. Now they are. Yeah, I, I have to show my love for you in some way. I mean it. Can trying to logically understand things like that be a, a cover-up? <clears throat> only, only if you're unaware of the intention, the motivation behind it. But if you're aware that you're doing it, then you can enjoy noticing how you keep inventing stuff to make yourself feel better, or you just notice that it's it's. It's there and it's relatively true, but it's ultimately just not true. It's just an invention. And so you watch the way you cover up. If you watch the way you cover up long enough without interfering with it, watch the way you, the aggression goes up to, to do that. Or passion comes up to change it this way or that way or blame this or blame that person for how you're feeling or how you're dealing with it. Or it's, or it's so difficult either direction there to just dismiss it and look at something else and to tune into the weather, talk to somebody about the weather, something more mundane. Further questions? No, no allowing. I have a couple from YouTube. Okay. Uh, Ross in Ireland, Ross Bowing, if there is physical pain, is that a chance to learn that there is pain, but there is no self that is in pain? Um, I think so. If, there, if you have a strong awareness practice, then your your way of working with intense physical pain, which I've had some, uh, is uh, it doesn't have a position to it. That doesn't mean that you, if you get a medication, you won't take medication to roll it back a little bit. Very simple, but there's but you still you see that it's unreal. At the same time, you're it's excruciating. <laughs> At the same time, it's uh, very, very difficult. So just included the three types of pain, and I'm sure there are variations or nuances that overlap here, but the pain of pain, which is like the kind you're talking about, I presume, having uh, 
open heart surgery is not comfortable as one of them but uh then there's the pain of alternation you you're you're getting ready to go into surgery or you're uh you're uh you're, you're right in the middle of really enjoying something that's really great or fun or entertaining and then you instead of just being there and just enjoying what's happening you start to add to it the frustration of this won't last it's going away and so you start suffering right in the middle of the pleasure uh, so pain of alternation and of course the third one is the it's, it has been said that only uh, very advanced spiritual people can really see this it's called the pain of the composite or the pain of conditioned existence so unless there's been some very strong direct dealing with the illusion of a separate self you're probably going to be able to cover up the suffering of the world the suffering that is, looks uh, right in your face everyone is looking at you as covering up their suffering to some extent more than likely is there more there question from Zeb. Yes. If nothing changes, will this anxiety continue no matter how much I work on seeing where it comes from? You don't need to know where it comes from. This is just buying into the, the conventional way of looking at everything. This caused that. Of course it is. There's always some kind of causation, immediate causation to everything. But, but you leave out, you ignore the, the vast, untraceable area of causation. Like sometimes I use this uh, kotsu, this stick. Um, the, the, there's, a, there's a section inside of a tree somewhere that is missing this. This came from somewhere else. And then there's, then there's the hand that's holding this up. I don't know where this came from, but it's, it is unreal. Hands are unreal. They're relatively real, but they're ultimately unreal. This hand is holding up this stick. Without a stick, I just hold up my hand. Unreal, vivid, present, showing up. It's there, but it's unreal. So what was it Zeb asked? If nothing changes, will this anxiety continue? No matter how much I work on seeing where it comes from. So I'm very biased in this area. I will say I can't guarantee it. But if you continue to sit and train your mind and sit a lot, not 15 minutes a day or 20 minutes a day or three hours a week, sit a lot, sit down, hold still, don't do anything but watch what continues to move, which can be the birds outside your window, which you thought were separate. It can be your mind stream coming and going. Just observe, observe, just consciousness needs to observe what this is consciousness only not the object that's being observed and not the subject that is doing the observing that eventually comes apart if you don't do anything with it if you just observe it and it takes a long time and there's no guarantee but i would say to phrase it a little bit differently that may never go away but consciousness which is no longer self because it has such a powerful, deep, un, unmeasurable view of dependent origination. That it's not confined by time and space. It's just present. It's just this. You won't care. You won't care whether you feel better or not. You won't really even care how you feel. 
because you'll know that whatever you feel is dependently resonance and there's no personhood there that feels that way. We add on the condiment of me, me, me and my stuff and how I feel and how I've been treated and why somebody doesn't like me or somebody doesn't understand what I'm saying or what I'm doing. And you can't, this cannot be ironed out with a marriage counselor. I'm not saying you can't get some relief there. Of course you can, but it does not face the fundamental misunderstanding, which is what? Life and death or self and other. There is no, you're not separate from anyone. You're separated and you may be separated quite a bit, but you're not fundamentally separate. But the ego mind, because it's paranoid, may struggle and try to keep the, keep the tension going and by blaming, keep the tension going by fighting, keep the, keep the tension going so we feel like we're somebody going somewhere because we are so threatened. Going to the prison? Make sure you let them out, let, they let you out. You get done okay? Yes, sir. It, it, is it possible, or is some aspect of what you're talking about, about cultivating personality? I'm not sure what you're what you are asking about. Could you rephrase it? Or yeah, I, well, but, uh, earlier and many times before, you've said nothing's changed, and, and, uh, and I, I, I guess I wonder. Like when when there's a display of like my know-it-allness or your stubborn anger or whatever whatever it might be, uh, how how is that how is that personality changed in, with respect to sitting all these years and, and focusing? It, it does. It's it's, it's unreal. So therefore, I, I enjoy it. I like I would enjoy a Stephen King movie. Or like I would enjoy Shakespeare or reading uh, poems of William Carlos Williams or listening to uh, the Rolling Stones. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just unreal, but you can enjoy it. You can actually receive, you can, you can appreciate this incredible world. You can enjoy blowing your top. And... You can. <laughs> yeah. Because you're no longer, you no, no longer have a position on it. You realize that that you're still operating out of relative situation. And when students show up to you, <clears throat> or uh, in this case, uh, Uno, who is my uh, closest student, and also we're married, uh, this is not easy for her. And it's not easy for me either. But it's not easy for me to relate to you. It's not easy for me to relate to Fayun or Juzan. Or Shoto or anyone. It's it's not like oh this is a snap. I'm the I'm the teacher, so these people just need me to teach them stuff. No, I, I'm if I meet you, I am not separate from your confusion. Otherwise, I couldn't help you. I would just be teaching in a relative sense down to you as somebody that doesn't know anything. But no, I see. I'm in you. I am your wisdom mind. Do you bring us your confusion as well? Bingo. Not separate. Hard to communicate that. Well, teacher, student, when you realize what this is, you realize you've never been separate from your teacher. They knew it all along.
allowing um, with that attitude or that intention of everything the teacher does as a teaching. Um, does that mean, or can we still take issue with something the teacher does? You should. If you, if you want to take issue, you should talk to the teacher. Don't gossip. Don't say, did you see what, what did you think about what the, what did you think about what the, what Sokazan said, said that one thing, what do you think about that? Don't do that. You bring it to the teacher. Because all you're going to do with the Sangha is find all, if you're not a teacher, then you just see all these different personalities. You don't see reality. You see the, the differentiation, which you think is real. Am I accusing him of something? Not particularly. I'm just saying, if you see something with a teacher, bring it to the teacher. I wasn't able to do that. You are. I make myself very available to everybody. Every day, you can reach me. You know that. I could not reach Coben, but that was his teaching. It's like, I don't know, I could go into the story there, but it wasn't, it's a different situation altogether. Same thing with the Chogim uh, Trungpa. Same thing with His Holiness the 17th, the 16th, and the 17th Karmapa. I don't have to see them. I'm not separate from them. I, I, I have nothing to learn from either one of them. Do, do I mean that? Not exactly. But they got other people that need, need their help more than I do. I don't need them to like me and think I'm a great teacher. More? Thank you. Teacher, student, questions, please. Michael Bowen. You said nothing changes, but isn't there also the teaching that everything is always changing? No, that's a provisional teaching. Uh, yeah, nothing lasts. That's the, the the three, four marks of existence. Nothing lasts. Everything is suffering, and there's no solid self anywhere. And then uh, everything is already pe at peace, at rest. Those are the four. But they're un it's unreal. His Holiness the 16th Karmapan is when he was passing away into a parinirvana, as it's traditionally said, dying in 1981, said nothing happens. He actually left with an ultimate teaching, nothing happens. I don't agree with that. I don't disagree with that. I'm certainly not going to ignore it. We all know stuff's happening, right? <laughs> Another one? Sun from South Korea asks, could you give, uh, oh, how can I not overthink and be simple? Uh, South Korea? Yes. That's the first question I've ever had from South Korea. So uh, how can I not overthink, overthink and be simple? Simplify your life, get your body-mind complex, the whole shebang, get that over to the wall, sit down, hold still, watch the movement of the mind coming and going, and get to know yourself uh, in a way that no one can know you. See what's coming, what's going, what's coming, what's going. And that will simplify, because then you're just, your consciousness is simplified. You're not agreeing with anything, you're not disagreeing. And you're not ignoring. On the other hand, you may be seeing how much you're disagreeing, seeing how much you're ignoring, seeing how much you're uh, fighting with something or agreeing with something. It's about awareness. So I understand your goal there is to be simple. That's a good one. Just simple, simplified. And you can do that by looking 
Now, get this part, looking at the complication. We want, we want simplicity? Look at how complicated we make everything. And we, we make everything complicated because the illusion is so complicated. You try to find the first cause of anything, you just find a multiplicity. Every, it goes every direction. It's like uh, you, you look at, I've used this, haven't used this example in a long time, but if you look at the mouth of the Amazon and say, where does this come from? You'd have to say in that tone of voice, because otherwise it's not going to listen to you. You can imagine how high-pitched the voices of fish are, right? You guys follow me there? Huh? <laughs> do it again? Do it again. What, do what? The voice. Voice of what? What voice? Huh? What? Where does it come from? <laughs> and of course, what's the answer going to be? Not from the mouth of the Amazon, but look at it. The, all the tributaries that go back innumerable. I don't want to say innumerable. I don't think they can find every single little source for all that. That's just a simple uh, diagram on right on the, the planet. It's showing you cannot find the source for any one thing. Anything, anything that has a singularity, the mouth of the Amazon, uh, or a human form, this is, you can't find the source. And you don't need to, because everything you need to know is right here, right now, all the time. And even using the word time, there is no time. That's an illusion. What was the gentleman's name? Was it a, 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 a could you tell them the name? I'm not sure the handle is triple J K K. So I asked for the name and they responded soon from South Korea. Okay. Anyway, said a lot. Kayun. Kayun Boeing. Um, in the past, you've said that if we understand the first noble truth we would understand all the teachings yes how does suffering help us to see emptiness bowing because if you uh if you can see uh, your own suffering and not fix it see your own suffering and not push it away see your own suffering and not ignore it and just receive 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 eventually you you see deeply into the nature of consciousness this is what the buddha saw as far as i know you see, and what you see is there's no solid receiver and there's no solid production. Even the, the suffering itself just has to do with nerve endings. It's, it's not, there, I am not going to be able to explain this in such a way that you will have a, a conceptual or intellectual understanding of it. It has to be much deeper than that. It's not that you'll stop suffering. It's just you'll have a deep understanding of the suffering and you will stop covering up the suffering and by torturing yourself or torturing others or blaming anybody for how you feel, you'll know that these are your feelings. This body-mind complex, not the ego, that's doubled up into a fist somewhere in the consciousness, holding court and judging and a little tiny dictator, oligarch, trying to control everything, be against this and for that. Don't even know that, they do not even know their suffering. But when that begins to open up, with not this mudra, this mudra, and that begins to open up consciousness is no longer trapped by this form or that form. It finds its own form, which ultimately is what? Consciousness only, perception only, just the perception. And this is possible at the same time that you are embodied in a human form, which you are not limited to. But you're, you're here, 
you have 60, 70, 80 years or whatever you have on the planet or less or more, whatever it may be, find out who you are. It's mistaken identity that is the, the main issue. Find out so you're absolutely certain of who you are. You don't get your identity from me or from the Buddha or from anything. You don't even get it from the wall, but you might have to look at the wall for a, for a while before you see that you are that wall. You are that person. You are the person you're you're married to. You are the person you just divorced. You are the person that uh, that raised you, that passed away 15 years ago. You are them. You're not separate from them. You can realize this. Is there a final interruption of everything? Okay, one more question, Kayun. I was waiting because I saw Wulong came on camera and I thought she might have a question. I'm sure she does. Probably got a whole list of them. <laughs> um, Probably. I remember hearing that the last teaching that Trungpa Rinpoche gave was don't forget the Hinayana. Yes. What, what was he pointing to by saying that, Bowing? Just that you have to do it. You have to see that, it, that rather than go off into some kind of uh, uh, otherworldliness of the whole thing, some kind of idealism of the Mahayana or the Vajrayana, you have to see that there's just this basic situation of there's someone here that's an illusion. There's someone there that's an illusion. The Hinayana is the, or the lesser vehicle or the small vehicle or the, I would say, the, the beginning vehicle, the one you have to, all, all of us have to start on seeing who this is. So maybe that's what he was talking about. Talking about. Wulong, do you have a question? Wulong bowing. Um... I'm, I'm sure I just can't formulate anything. Okay, one one more, uh, uh, one more. Um, see, there's 36 windows open, so there might be. Is there anyone on Zoom that has a question, and then we'll close after that question? So good. Can't hear you. Oh, so did that work? No, here Yeah, keep going. Thank you. Um, sometimes you talk about a true student. What yeah. is a true student? Can, can you hear? Yes, no? I can. Okay. I can give you a quick definition of that. A, a, a lot of variables there, but someone who, if you can receive this, it's like a, it's a simple dynamic. If someone is teaching and this person is your teacher, then receive whatever they're, receive the whole thing, receive it, receive, re receive not only what is being taught or what do you think is being taught, but also receive your, your, your resistance to it, or you're taking exception to what the teacher has said. It can show up lots of different ways, but be on receive as much as you can. And then the other thing I would say is make sure it's that you, you have good chemistry with this person because it will not get easier. It likely will get more and more difficult. It certainly did for me. I was just 
what, what I guess the word is lucky. Lucky that I'm stubborn and lucky that my neither one of my teachers were about to indulge my bullshit at all. They didn't need a student. Neither one of them. Very good. Thank you so much. Hi, I'm Senshu, one of Sokuzan's monks. Sokuzan offers his wisdom tirelessly with complete love and devotion. If you value these teachings, Sokuzan, the mandala of Sokukoji, please consider donating at sokukoji.org. Thank you.